And so excellence for me is becoming the greatest expression of what God wanted us to be, to do, and to occupy the space that God gave each one of us. Hello and welcome to this special program of Inspiring Greatness a special podcast. After a little sabbatical, we're glad to say we are back and we are back with a bang. Now to kick us off in our a series of podcasts that will be ongoing, we have a very special guest joining us today, an author who has just released a brand new book titled Decoding the Mystery of Excellence. My name is Victor and I'm going to be one of your hosts and joining me live on set as my co-host is Eva Patilas, Eva, welcome. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Good to have you, Eva. Yes. And also we have the author himself, Prophet Richard also Amoy. Welcome, sir. Well, viewers uh, watching us around the world, wherever you are, get yourself ready because it's going to get very, very exciting. We've got an author and the purpose for today, we would like to know a bit more about what was happening when the author decided to write this book. Eva, what are you looking forward to the most to get out of this interview? Um, I'm excited about the interview because um, decoding the mystery of excellence clarified a lot of things for me when I read it. And, and it clarified a lot of things in hindsight because I'd started walking in purpose um, a little before I picked up the book. Um, and what was very challenging for me um, was the difficulty mm. that I faced in the, in the, after the decision that I made to step out and, and do as God had asked me to do. And I, what decoding does is it puts everything into perspective and in the, into, into the perspective that the difficulty isn't such a bad thing. The difficulty is part of the process of of transformation in that hard place of you know shedding all the vices of self and and um, and you know stepping into into the power to um, uh, fulfil purpose and destiny. So um, I, it's enlightening, mm -hmm. it's hope filled, yes, it's powerful, mm -hmm. and it's definitely a blueprint for life. I like that. It's and, and definitely a blueprint. a blueprint. Yes. I like that. Because it's pure and mm. it's based on the Word of God and the Word of God is powerful and mm -hmm. all-encompassing. So I think that people of all ages should have a copy, should read it because I know that if I had it at the beginning, um, I'm not saying that it, it was a... It, it, when I got it was the time that I, that I was meant to have it but it makes such a difference to life. So, um, Eva, I, I like what you said. People of all ages need to grab a copy. You had that. Yeah. But um, to kick us off, uh, why don't we speak to the author himself? Uh, like we said, uh, welcome, uh, prophet of God. Tell us a bit about yourself. Who is our author? Okay. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Eva, for having me. Uh, to start with, I'll will say I'm a son, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I am a brother 
to many. And so I love introducing myself in terms of relationship. And the best of it all is that I'm a child of God who has deposited some things in me uh, to bless the world with. And so I am somebody who is an eternal optimist in the goodness, the mercy, the faithfulness of God and expressing what God has given each one of us and sharing it around our immediate environment and the world at large. Yeah, and and I'm just going to pick up on the last point when you talk about the environment. Uh, I've come to know you for quite a few years now, probably coming to about eight years. And one thing that stands out is you carry an environment of excellence. You carry an atmosphere of excellence. And little wonder why we are here today discussing the book Decoding the Mystery of Excellence. Now, before we get into the, the details about the book, I would like to start on a lighter note. I would like to know if the author, during your spare time, uh, if you do have any spare time or your downtime, yeah. uh, what, do you, what do you like to read? Like, what do you enjoy to read? I know you do read the Bible. That's a given. But what else do you like to read? <laughs> okay. I love uh, to read books that are based on history. And um, I love reading. So things to do with history, uh, to do with uh, biographies, and uh, things that are also futuristic, just knowing the imagination of yeah. people and what they are able to capture. Mm-hmm. And then, so anything that is readable, that is exciting, that is challenging, that will also at times cause you to pause, to reflect. And this is why I think most of times I'm drawn to history, biographies, and things that are futuristic. Wonderful. Thank you. So you, you are a prolific reader. <laughs> I love I yes, love reading. Yes, yes. I love reading. Um, but you're also now a prolific author. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'd like to ask is, um, why do you write? For me, I don't intend to write. What I intend to do is to find channels of expressing and sharing that which I've learned, Mm. that which I've received, giving it out. Mm -hmm. And I've come to the realization that the time that we have on earth is very limited. And so I know these days there are videos, there are CDs and all that, but one of the things that I have taken much is that I've... um, I have benefited from the writing of others. So if it's something I can do to channel my thoughts, the wisdom, the grace God has given us, and the things I've learned, a custodian of so much, so to share with others. So writing is one of the avenues Mm -hmm. of making sure that that which we can bring on board for the betterment of humanity, for discovery of purpose, we, we do that. Well, and it is very profound. What you write about is profound because excellence is something that one doesn't, you know, immediately think of as, as, as a mystery or it's something we just sort of use generically, you know. But there's so much depth and resonance in, in, in excellence as you write about it. So um, you, certainly, you certainly have a, um, a very dynamic... Thank you. Um, dynamic message and a dynamic purpose, but this, you know, you're an incredible um, communicator too. So, you know, we're really blessed by that. 
100 percent, 100 percent. Now, Eva, I know for a fact our viewers right now they are itching to find out even the definition of excellence because yeah. I'm itching too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, why don't we turn the question to the to the man of God, yeah. the author? Now, I, I must I must say uh, there is the dictionary definition of yeah. the word excellence. I'm interested to know how do you define excellence now that we're here we're talking about decoding the mystery of excellence what is it uh perhaps before i attempt uh to perhaps describe uh, my take on excellence i want to talk about my first encounter with excellence uh, by the grace of god and i think many a time by her studies I was a very good student, I wouldn't say average, and most of the marking scheme, after certain numbers, there is excellent, very good, good, and I happen right. to be excellent, an yeah. A student. And I remember one time I was not good enough, and instead of excellent, I had a very good, and I was so disappointed. Oh, wow. That was my understanding of excellence. Yes. And so knowing that when you push studies in, and you learn, and then I realized there was a point that I wanted so much to excel that it, does, it didn't matter how I get there. And so you can be excellent, but on the wrong route. Yes. And so for me, excellence then is not just about being good in comparison with others, but I look at it holistically. Yes. And to do that, I remember years ago, I came to this realization that language is very important. Yes. Right. Uh, it's not so much about what you say, but your understanding of what you are saying. Yes. So the world normally tends to talk about excellence in terms of competitively. Yeah. But when I understand excellence by my encounter with the Bible, by you know some of the lessons we've learned uh, and also by the holy spirit leading mm -hmm. i realized that in order to do justice to excellence as god envisage it because god is the all excellent god yes. in other words whatever god does is on point mm -hmm. and normally you look at it from three dimensions mm -hmm. number one the value aspect of excellence Number two, the time aspect of excellence. Yes. And number three, the space um, right. aspect right. of excellence. Right. And so excellence for me is becoming the greatest expression of what God wanted us to be, to do, and yes. to occupy the space that God gave each one of us. And so excellence can be seen in terms of purpose, Becoming the ultimate best of what God intended. Yes. The assignment he gave you, the time he gave you, so maximizing everything. So that at the end of the day, when you stand before him, he goes, thou good and perfect. Uh, one. So excellence yes. is in relation to fulfilling your assigned duties wow. by your creator. Yes. Wow. Within the time limit he's given you occupying the space that he allocated to you. Wow. Becoming yes. the best version of yourself. Yes. If you're just joining us, we yes. are on the Inspiring Greatness podcast. 
Uh, we are joined on set live with the author, uh, Prophet Richard, who has just released a brand new book and is just talking us through uh, the, the decoding mystery of excellence. And, and, and we just had there, Eva, I don't think I've ever had a definition like that. Yes, Never. Because I think what's, what's standing out for me there is it's mixed, and the genesis of it is yes. it mix, it's mixed with a personal experience that that's he had. I guess right. maybe that was God talking to him. Yes. And, and then that's now cemented now over a period of time. And one thing that's um, very, um, uh, uh, that defines our, our father is consistency and excellence. That's, uh, right. that's, what, that's who he is. Um, any thoughts, Eva, on the definition yes, of excellence? I, I love that um, we often gloss over things when we read them, not just in life generally, but even in the Bible. We gloss over stories, we gloss over names, mm. we gloss over, you know, um, objects, we, you know, but everything in the Bible is significant and carries weight. And that's what I find remarkable about decoding the mystery of excellence because everything is alive to mm. purpose. Everything is alive to excellence, you mm. know. Even, um, you know, where you talk about um, Shechem and you spend that time developing um, that, that, well, for me it was just mm. a place, you know. Um, the understanding, its significance, not only in that time period, but as it relates to our lives and what my Shechem was, perhaps, you know, and why things transpired the way they did in my life and in the time frame that they did. Um, it's, it's profound doesn't do justice to what, um, to what I've gained from mm. understanding because it's revelation knowledge. It's not just, oh, yeah, I get that. Yep. It's, it's deep and it's resonant. Mm. And it truly does um, um, define every step you take. You become, what, what it has done for me mm. is it's um, caused me to live my life purposeful. Every mm. step, every thought even, you know, wow. you realize how significant purpose is because it isn't just doing what God has called you to do because in doing that you, you, you are being transformed in this place and you are growing and in stature and in, and in, um, and in, and in power. Um, everything yeah. relates to, everything is relatable and relates to excellence. Mm. So this is what I find absolutely stunning because you can read that book once, you can read it twice, three times, but like the Bible, because yeah. it is and you still Pure come up with spider. something. <laughs> yeah, it, it has so many, so, so many. many um, uh, it just expands you in ways and means that, that little else has ever done in my life. And I'm at this age. Wow. And excellence was just a thing. And now excellence is not just a notion or an idea or a state of being. It is a way of life. It's practical. It's, it's doable. Yes. Yes. Eva, just for a second, I want to... Uh, move away from the book for us, or staying within the book. But one of the readers who's read your book is um, Reverend Dr. Frank yeah. Ofuso Apia. And this is what he had to say about the book. Um, the book will carry you along and teach you that wherever you may find yourself, whether it's in ministry, in family, the corporate world, or any leadership position, 
you will need the spirit of excellence to succeed. Talk us through, when you wrote the book, who did you have in mind? Who was the target audience? We just read what the Dr. Reverend uh, of Usalpia talked about. Who did you have in mind when you wrote this book? Yeah. In writing the book, perhaps if I have the opportunity, I'll talk about how mm. it all started. But I was thinking about how do we people, everybody created in the image of God. So obviously for humanity and people who occupy all space in life. So thinking about allowing someone who achieved excellence, his purpose, his character, the way he did it, and what others are able to learn from his experience, not by just copying him, but allowing his achievement to influence them. So I was thinking about almost everybody, as long as you are human, created in the image of God. Yes. It didn't matter whether you were a scientist, mm -hmm. uh, whether you were a barber, whether you were a caterer. So everybody created in the image of God who has to have a relationship with Christ. Yes. And as we go through, you realize that excellence is not possible mm -hmm. without Christ. The, my understanding of this excellence, that level of excellence yes. I'm talking about, it's not possible without the Holy Spirit. Yes. 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 So, and everybody yes. needs the Holy Spirit. So my understanding of excellence starts with redemption. Amen. That's beautiful. Yes. 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 So uh, I think you gave us a hint there. You gave us a hint that uh, w what I believe our viewers are also curious even know is what was the inspiration? What inspired yeah. you? Talk us through the journey. Oh. How, yeah. and, and, and even what I'm also, uh, it's my first time, yeah. you know, interviewing uh, an author in the capacity of a prophet. So I'm, I've got... I've got <laughs> They are, they've got thousands of questions they want to ask. So we are, we are, we are your mouthpiece That's for right. today, okay? Yeah, so yeah. anything, we're going to try and ask the author. Yeah, yeah. Papa, you are writing this book, Decoding the Mystery of Excellence. We would like to know what was the inspiration. How do the thoughts come? Is yeah. it you pray in a mountain for four years for the thought to come? I mean, I know you may not reveal all the deep secrets because it's decoding, but anything you can enlighten us, Papa, on that. It started years ago. Uh, I gave a word to a lady. Uh, the husband was overseas. And uh, in giving the word, I realized within that I have, uh, there was a book project that was going on. But I didn't say that immediately. Mm -hmm. So years ago, I mean, by the grace of God, the visa was issued. And he came around. And around that time, the Lord gave me a word. And it was to do with the children of Israel in Egypt and everything, the promise God had given Abraham. So it started as a series. And then around 2014, I was in the office when this man came in and said, Prophet of God, I don't know whether I'm out of uh, line or something, but this message must be a book. Wow. Yeah. This message must be a book. Wow. And so many a time people will say the Holy Spirit told them, but for me, the Holy Spirit used 
a yes. church member wow. <laughs> to yes. tell me yes. that the message was so profound and so yes. deep. And I was surprised. I knew because normally thoughts and everything goes into messages we prepared. But for somebody to be so affected by the message, yeah. to say that, no, 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 this must not end here. It must actually be a book. And then the Spirit said, that is me. And, and, and so it was inspired not only by God, but also by man. So there was a collaboration yes. between God and man. And so for me, I looked at it as God gave me the word. Yes. I knew that there was going to be a writing. I didn't know which of the books would be first. Yes. Uh, but this particular one, when he told me that this must be a book, I knew that was wow. the time. So it was like this uh, a potential, you know, reader, a beneficiary of the book wow. is now demanding for it. Yes. Wow. And so that was a beautiful, wow. for me, it was uh, a confirmation. Yes that I needed to take writing seriously yes. and venture in that space. Now, if it's at all possible, sorry. Go for it, Eva. Do you have a favorite, um, a favorite chapter of the book or is there a, is, is oh, it? Oh, that would be not <laughs> it's fair. A hard, it's a, it's a hard one, okay. but yeah. So <laughs> every aspect of the book is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but the whole message is ignited from the bone of Joseph. And that happened wow. to be the last chapter. Wow. And it's impossible yes, yes, to... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is the de decoding, the mystery that of excellence. How, yeah. you see, uh, as I was reading Dr. Frank's, you know, um, uh, forward. Yes. And uh, I love the way he spoke about the fact that excellence leaves trace. Yes. And so after years, when Joseph, finally predicted he knew he would die. It wasn't a prophecy because it's appointed unto man wants to die. So death is, is part of life. Yes. And so, but he gave an instruction what to happen to his bones. Mm. And then I said, why will somebody who is about to die think about his bone? So I need to follow the trace. So in writing the book, it was more like a, uh, this is where my love for history come in. Yes. You can't study history without hearing the word uh, yes. archaeologist. So I became a spiritual archaeologist. <laughs> and not only yeah. a spiritual archaeologist, but also to study the bones yes. of yes. Joseph, the DNA, the yes. pattern of excellence. Wow. And so it was, and there, then I became somebody who was to investigate the bones yes. and yes. did a bit of uh, spiritual gymnastics <laughs> in order to... Yeah. It, it was it, before the interview today that, you know, Victor and I were talking about that, yes. weren't we? Yes. That yes. chapter precisely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And the reason we were talking about it was that that, that is a very significant chapter because yep. it relates to us mm. directly, doesn't it? Yeah. And and I love the whole idea of um, responsibility that mm. you talk about. Mm. And um, it is, it is, this is what I love about the Holy Spirit because he, he just brings everything together mm. and, and brings understanding. But um, um, what would you, would you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite? I, I sure do. Yeah. I, I, do have a, I do have a favorite chapter, and yeah. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, 
My favorite, and, and I'm sure a lot of viewers, when you do grab a copy, or if you already have a copy, I'm sure this is your favorite too, because it's uh, what most of us really like. Um, but my favorite chapter is shortening your walk to destiny. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. doesn't love a shortcut? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I have a question on this, because when I, when I read that, that was screaming for me. I said, shortcut to destiny. Eva, I was like, yeah. That, is, that's my, that was my that's mystery my there. Chapter. That's the one I need to decode right yeah. there. But then he goes on to say about the same uh, chapter. He says, uh, lessons from Abraham. And, uh, and he talks about the benefits of nurturing the spirit of excellence yes. to fast track your arrival to your destination. Yeah. So I got the cue there that if you want to have uh, a shortcut to your destiny, you've got to nurture the spirit of excellence. How does one do that? Yes. I, I would like to know. How yes. do you nurture the spirit of excellence? Mm -hmm. It is possible to do that. And uh, uh, before that, let me start with this story. In 2000, there was an Olympic Games in Sydney. I believe that is the best Olympic Games in history. <laughs> yes. Knowing that Sydney is the headquarters <laughs> of God. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And during that uh, time that the world through sports come together, celebrate gifts, there was a particular American um, sprinter who was first. I think he won a couple of gold medals and a bronze and all that, only to be stripped off. Because later on, though, at that particular night, he was fierce, he was excellent. Uh, there were a lot of you know, news talking about her and yes. all that. But at the end of the day, he was stripped off. Mm. So it is possible mm. to arrive first and still be disqualified. Paul says mm. something that is very important. He said, I have run my race mm. and I know that I fought the good fight of faith. Yes, yeah. So the whole idea about excellence and your destiny, destiny have to do with destination. It is, it is possible for you to get there and realize what you were supposed to bring you left behind. Mm. Mm -hmm. And every one of us, we carry something. When God created that, he had purpose on his life. And so to come back to your question, mm -hmm. it is possible for you to get there, but you didn't follow the right space. Mm. Right. You did not do right by the rules of engagement. And so you can shorten the, your journey by making sure that they are you learn the lessons of life, the values, yes. the values, the spirit of excellence yeah. must be part of you. Mm -hmm. So that at every point, you are not so much fixated on time, but you are fixated on purpose. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. when purpose is not known, abuse becomes inevitable. And many of us, because of abnormal use of resources, and uh, abnormal use of our gift and talent, we keep on going in cycles. And many cycles may be needful because it's part of destiny, but some of them are not needed. So this is the godly responsibility. Yes, that you're and uh, yeah. as to what you ask, I think I, I will do the book injustice mm. 
when I want people to read and find the mystery. <laughs> you had that. You need to grab a copy, yes. read it for yourself. These are just the easy. keys are embedded. The keys are embedded. Go on, Eva. I think you're about yeah, to say that, something. That, that what would you say? Um, why do people want to? What does it take? Let me let me just put it another way. Um, why do you think people forfeit the, the the process and end up, you know, ruining, ultimately ruining or de or de veering off path? It, why it, do they do that? What's the reason? I, I don't think people intentionally do that. Yeah, but. I've said this, when purpose is not known, abuse become yeah. inevitable. Mm -hmm. And again, whoever sets your agenda controls mm -hmm. your destiny. Though we live in this world, we are not of this world. There is an owner of the world. He has some ad purpose for us. Mm -hmm. But if we don't take care, the world will determine what we must do. Yeah. And so the pressure of the world, what we call the spirit of this age, yes. what is cool, what yes. is trending? Yes. But God is not about trends. He is about, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Times changes, values do not. And so we must get to a space in life where we are not in competition with anything. We are not in compliance with the world system because when the abnormal become normalized, right. the yes. normal may be abnormal right. to many. Right. And I said this, uh, I don't know, uh, in one of my code books, I said that in the land of the insane, every sin becomes insane. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we, because we have fallen in this world, most of the standards of this world, most of the definitions of this world are not true. They are mirage. Yeah. It is yes. just not there. Mm. By virtue of creation and authorship, God determines what something must be. The Bible said that curse is the one who called evil good and yes. good evil. If we believe in the word of God, then there are a lot of curses. Mm -hmm. Because what God may say is right to the world may be abnormal. It may yes. not be cool. And so people forfeit because they buy into what is yes. the trend, yes. the spirit of the age. Right. You know, yes. uh, the Bible says something. I think in one of the Paulian writings, he said that in the last days, knowledge will abound and the love of many will grow cold. Will grow cold. Yes. Yes. Why will knowledge? Because those knowledge are not premised on the true knowledge of God. Yes. And so people forfeit because yes. they, they, they don't follow uh, also Romans. Be not conformed to this world, That's but right. be transformed by the renewer yes. of your mind. mind. Yes. And that, 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 I believe. Wow. And that, that, that's the tension right there, mm -hmm. isn't it? It's, um, it's, it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. um, but but it's, it's a very positive thing because one has to struggle yes. to relinquish all that vice, yeah. right? To untangle yourself, you've mm. got to struggle, mm. and then there's rest, and that's the beauty of of the story. That's mm. the beauty of the of the truth that mm. yeah. there's rest. You know, yeah. um, 
it's a hope-filled message. Yeah. Um, yes. 100%. Uh, I've, I've just got a follow-up question on that, um, uh, Prophet. Is uh, Most challenges that people have is that they, they do something which is quite excellent, both in the eyes of God mm. and uh, by human standards as well. Now, to do a subsequent act, people have this conception that, am I going to be able to match up what I did before, this excellent level that I did? So a lot of people hold back because they are afraid that my next thing that I'm going to do is not going to reach that excellent level. How do you bridge that gap where you have attained this level of excellence that God has given you? And how do you overcome the fear that if I do it again next, am I going to be still that excellent in the eyes of God? Is it discipline? Is it faith? What does it take to achieve consistency in excellence? In order to approach to attempt to answer that, I want to look at it from this perspective. Paul said, I think uh, in Ephesians chapter 2, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for every good work. And so the invigilator of life is the spirit. And that invigilator is also our helper. And the chairman of the goblin council of the heavenly host is the one who breathed into you the breath of life. So when you are in sync with him, ultimately he is your judge. And so you are not performing for applause. You are performing for purpose. And I will give you this scenario. Was it... um, Another Olympic star who was a world sprint, Hussein Boats. One of the reasons he broke both the 100 meters and the 200 meters. Mm. And his subsequent race, he couldn't do the same match. Does it mean he's not excellent? Because there is time and space and also what the human strength is able to do. Mm-hmm. So at certain age, you cannot perform at the same rate But what you can do is that the little time you have, the little strength, the level of consciousness is so deep that what your hand cannot touch, your heart will be able to touch. Yeah, wow. You know, uh, I have two boys. And the youngest, I can pick up and throw up and catch. And then the older wants me to do... (laughs) How I relate, and I had to explain that daddy would love to do it, yes, but your weight is not the same weight, yes, as your brother. And so, as much as I did it to you, <laughs> so instead of trying to do it, I'll bring a, an old video whilst I was oh. throwing him, oh. Oh, and that yeah. makes up. It's beautiful. And so, yeah. at every point. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. On earth, his greatest height was on the cross. Yeah. But he's no more on the cross. He's seated. Amen. And so, once you understand at every time, space, the same heart, the quality yes. of bringing your best at every point, that's the most important. Yes. Not so much about the height, but that's the quality, right. the thoughts, 
and presenting your ultimate best at any point. Presenting yes. your ultimate best isn't it? at yes. any point. Yes. That's profound. It is, isn't That's it? Profound. And, that, and that you would say is to be self-aware. Mm. Yes, yeah, self-aware and, um, you know, s evaluating self too, mm. I, I, I would imagine. Yes. Um, evaluating uh, your, per your motives even for for speaking to people, for doing things. Mm. That's pretty deep. It's, it's, in, it's, it's very involved. <laughs> it, it requires a, a, a great level of um, honesty with mm. self because mm. it, it's so easy to be, um, you know, to be, um, to kind of not be so honest with yourself, yeah. you know, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it's a tendency, human tendency to go, oh, it's all right, I was just saying that doesn't matter but it, at that level is where it matters yes. because yes. um and that's excellence because yes. god doesn't look at what you do necessarily mm -hmm. he he is interested in the heart yes. posture yes. the heart condition mm -hmm. the heart the motivation of the heart yes that is beautiful you know eva uh, we surely have a prophet right here on set because yes. one of the topics that you touched on is actually one of our next questions he got very personal when he referenced That's his right. boys, which is a, a question <laughs> that we had for you, yes, yes. getting a little bit more personal about this subject. Now, you play a number of roles. You're a father, you're a prophet, yeah. you're a husband, you coach and mentor mm -hmm. a lot of powerful sons mm -hmm. out there. Our question is, how in that capacity, in, the, in those different roles that you carry and do so well, how do you strive for excellence? Yeah. Uh, I don't look at it that way. Mm -hmm. I tend to look at it as we are created to be relational beings. Mm -hmm. um, in Genesis, we are taught that God created man in his image after his likeness. Yes. And then gave man dominion, which means... Wherever God puts you, whoever God brings your way, you have the mind, mm. the wisdom, yes. Yes. the strength, yeah. and especially when you are conscious, to relate to your environment. Right. The same God told man, it is not man, it is not good for man to be alone. So he gave a helpmate. Yeah. And so it is about prioritizing. Mm. When it comes to my boys, the extension of me. So wherever I am, they are. Wherever they are, I am. Yeah. When it comes to my wife, he is me. Yeah. I am he, her, she is me. It's yes. one body. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you 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 so it's about prioritizing yes. and building your life on certain values. Daniel call it in the book of Daniel it's called the spirit of excellence. In other words, an attitude of giving your best at any point. So I may not be able to give, let's say, my mentees three hours yeah. by virtue of other commitments. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if I'm giving you 15 minutes, it will yeah. be the best 15 minutes. Yes. Wow. wow. And so at every point, understanding our own limitation. Right. Because many a time, people, when they are dealing with problems, they believe that they need this much attention. But that attention, that detail can only be offered by the one who is everywhere at the same time. Yeah. And that is God himself. Mm -hmm. So my rule 
is find so many ways to remind you of God and if possible, hook you up with him yes. so that my absence is not abs absence of him, yes. but he's still there. Yep. And so that consciousness of giving your yes. best a word, the word which always is part of the word of God mm -hmm. and making sure mm -hmm. that at every uh, prioritizing based yes. on your understanding, you are limited. You are time bound. Mm -hmm. yep. You That's don't right. have all wisdom. That's right. So not every question you can give. Yes. Not every answer will be received. Wow. So once you give your best, if it's not enough, at least I tried. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And your, your priority is to equip people. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. your... Yeah. Um, um, now, do, have you ever thought, um, has there ever been a time where you felt that you under-delivered? Um, yes, it yes? is part of the growth process. Yeah. Because we are in a performance-driven Yes. Society. Wow. And also, we feed on people and people feed on us. Yes. And so at times, you may be giving the best, not for them now, but it may not be needed now. So yes. to them, it may be superfluous. Wow. Right. And so right. They are, if you are waiting for their action, uh, nodding of affirmation, you may yeah. never get it. Right. So you begin to wrestle with yourself. But maturity is knowing that what you consider not my best may be not enough may be my best, and there is yeah. nothing much right. <laughs> I yes. can do about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think, and also, not explaining failure away. Yeah. Right. right. That yes. we mismanage time every now and then, yes. Yes. but the truth is that there are second chances mm -hmm. where, where we, we, you know, we, we failed, we come back at mm -hmm. it, we go to the foot yes. of Calvary. Yes. We ask for his forgiveness. Mm -hmm. He fills us with wisdom. He restores our strengths. And yes. then we, we give it a go again. <laughs> That's it. And, yeah. and so when you see excellence, it did not start like that. It's yes. a journey. It's a, it's journey. a whole journey of right. self-discovery. Right. And uh, a much digging. Mm -hmm. And many a time you mm. feel, ah, but I'm too tired. Mm. But yes. then you have to dig deep and realize that Perhaps where you were wanting reserve, it was in your mind. Mm. Yes. And it's been contaminated by fear. Yes, but yes. when you dig deep, you find wells of life. Wow. And then you tap into the energies of heaven, and Amazing. there you go. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, the other part of that question was, um, what would you say to people who are not quite meeting the mark? But I think you've, you've really answered that. You know, so, um, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Wow. It's amazing. Viewers, uh, I'm, I'm just going to give, uh, we're coming towards the tail end of our interview. Yeah. Uh, I'll give Eva 30 seconds and I'll give the prophet uh, his final thoughts uh, about, uh, about the book, about anything in general. But before we do that, I've got one quick question. Yeah. Uh, we're thinking about you, viewers, so this is yeah. a bonus for you. Um, there might be someone that is watching right now. Yeah. There is a writer inside of them. They just can't find the drive. What is a, a mystery that you can drop to that writer, author, who's been sitting on it for, for years? What's any f anything you can give out to somebody who is a writer, but they just can't find the drive to do it? Uh, I want you to always stand in the mirror and ask yourself, 
what do you stand to benefit if you don't give it a go? And what do you stand to benefit if you give it a go? And understand that gratitude is your understanding that you have been a beneficiary of a lot of investment. Mm -hmm. And so what you do is to give back to others what others invested in you. Ingratitude is to just be in a receptive, at the receptive end without being donative. And so if others have written and you've benefited from it, you cannot sit on your ears. It is time. Life is calling you. God is calling on you. I have sat in your seat before. Yes. But the grace of God located me. And I believe as you are hearing my voice, you are up to it. And you will do it oh, by yes. grace. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Eva, last 30 seconds to give it to you. What did you make of it? What, 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 what stood out for you? I, look, it's what I said before, that, that it is an amazing, um, pure blueprint for life. Yeah. And I think that, I believe with all my heart, that everybody needs to read it. Yeah. Everybody does. doesn't matter what age you are. Be it, you know, um, if you can read, you can read Decoding the Mystery of Excellence. It will yeah. change your life. And like I said earlier, I wish I had it at the outset, but I didn't. Um, but you have the opportunity to have it at the outset. And if you're not quite at the outset, well, you know, God redeems time, so now is the time. So do yourself a favor and get yourself a coffee. You had that. Mm. Grab yourself a coffee. I'll say my 30 seconds. Uh, what a privilege to have you, sir. Thank you so much for yes. uh, pouring out yourself like a drink offering, letting us know the mysteries that are in the book, like what Eva said, grab yourself a coffee, you do yourself a huge favor. Say any last final thoughts? By the way, thank you, Victor. Thank you, Eva, uh, for making today possible and those working behind the scenes, uh, Amanda, Eugenia, all the beautiful team who made today possible and also our audience. Thank you for tuning in and i pray that every one of us trapped within us are the seed of greatness the tragedy of life is not many people know but the goodness of god is that some of us have been called to help people discover the blessing that is trapped within them so that by that we pass the baton and so i will encourage you to pick the book what is the essence of a book that we write which was not read and so we we write with the hope and belief that others will read and so please pick a copy read it and share it with others and i know without a shadow of doubt you'll be blessed god bless you and thank you once again for having me wonderful thank you thank you you so much there you have it all viewers that's all we had time for today We hope you have been blessed as much as we have been surely blessed. Follow us on our pages, Inspiring Greatness, for um, uh, real-time updates. And also on our page, Richard uh, uh, Moyer Ministries. So thank you, and we look forward to seeing you again. Goodbye.